How are you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daft Samach Vav, Daft 66 of Masech Nadarim. Friends, today we talk about Pesach, how to undo Nadarim. Starting on top of Daft Samach Vav Maral, says the Mishnah, You can use Shabbos and Yom Tiv as a Pesach, right? So if a fellow says he's not going to drink any wine, and they're going to say to him, well, did you realize that you're not going to be able to drink wine on Shabbos and Yom Tiv? And he says, wow, no, I didn't realize. Well, then you can use that as a Pesach. Initially, they would understand this to mean So initially, they understood this to mean Okay, so When they said to him, did you realize that you wouldn't be able to drink wine on Shabbos and Yom Tov? He says, no, I didn't realize that I wouldn't have made the nether So that means that only on Shabbos and Yom Tov He would be allowed to drink wine Right, meaning right? I didn't realize that I didn't have in mind essentially Shabbos and Yom Tov That no, once a nether is permitted to any extent So then it's entirely permitted And therefore when he says that he didn't realize that, that it would apply to Shabbos and Yom Tov as well Well then we, we undo, we nullify the entire vow Ketzad uh, so the fellow says that I'm not going to get any benefit from all of you. Well, if you can make a, 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 a heter for one of them, then we have a heter for all of them, right? We saw a few weeks ago, right? If he says that, hey, nobody's allowed to eat these figs, and then it turns out his father and his brother are there, so then, you know, they'd be allowed to eat the figs. It was that whole Shaila there. Kulan. Uh, so, who, so if once one of them becomes permitted, all of them become permitted. But in a case where um, they like made them dependent on one another, like you know, your usher and your usher, like the previous guy's usher, etc. Well, then the um, uh, then the if he only allows the last person, then just the last person is permitted, but not the others. But if he permits the first person, so that did I say that? Wait, what just happened? I skipped, I skipped. If he says, I'm not going to get benefit from this guy and this guy, so if the first guy becomes mutter, then all of them become mutter. If the last person becomes mutter, then only the last person is mutter, all of the rest of them are usher. So for example, if he says that, you know, you're usher, and you're usher like that guy's usher, and that guy's usher like the previous guy's usher, well then if the first guy becomes mutter, then all of them become mutter, because they're all dependent on each other. But if the last guy becomes mutter, then it's only the last guy who becomes mutter. That I owe this guy a korban, and that guy, uh, and that guy a korban, uh, Pesach, you'd have to make um, that uh, you'd have to make separate you'd have to get separate Pesachs for each one because they're considered like separate Nidarm I'm sorry like basically makes a con right he says says I'm not going to get benefit from this guy like a Corbin and that guy like a Corbin and he makes right, he makes the Corbin distinction for each one so then you need separate they're all they're considered like separate Nidarm and you need a separate Pesach a separate um, uh, Pesach for each one konum yain shani toim shayain if a fellow says, you know, he read online somewhere that wine is bad for your intestines. So he says, I'm not having any wine because wine is bad for your intestines. I'm really, they said to him, Baloam, you should offer them a But they said, what do you mean? Well, 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 old wine is taka givaldic for the intestines. Well, okay, well, then he'd be allowed to drink uh, old wine because that's actually good for the intestines. And it's not only the uh, old wine that would be permitted. You'd be allowed to have all wine, right? Like Rabbi Kiva says, once it becomes permitted somewhat, it becomes permitted entirely. Onions are bad for your heart. They said to him, They said, but kufri onions are good for the heart. 
Hutter b'kufri, so he would be allowed to have kufri onions. V'lo b'kufri b'vad hutter, not just kufri onions. Ela b'chol abetzolim, but all of the onions. Ma'isa ha'yavitiru, Reb Meir b'chol abetzolim. Itaka happened one time. Reb Meir says you can eat all the onions. You hear that? Right? Fellow says I'm not going to eat onions because they're uh, bad for the hot. And then uh, it turns out that one kind of onions taka good for the hot. So there goes the nether. You can eat all onions. Says the Gemara hutter ha'achrin ha'achrin mutter v'chulin asurin. Fine, mantana. So who's the one? That he says that specifically when he says, you know, a korban for each one, so then it would be, you need separate Pesachs. But otherwise, if he says, loze veloze, so then um, uh, you wouldn't need, uh, you know, it's only because he specified a korban that you need separate Pesachs, but otherwise you wouldn't. So, it's like Reb Shimon who says, uh, in a different context in Shavuot, so you'd have to say specifically a Shavuot for each one, but otherwise, um, they would, uh, it would just, you would only need one atara for all of them. Fine. Um, so he said, if he says that he's not going to have any wine, because wine is bad for the intestines, and it turns out the old wine is good for the intestines, but typically it ain't raw. Why does it have to be that old wine is good for the intestines? It should be enough to say that it's not bad for the intestines, right? He said that I'm not going to drink wine because wine's bad for the intestines. If we say old wine isn't bad for the intestines, well, then that's already proving it wrong. Why does it, we have to say that it's good for the intestines? That seems like more than we need. It's saying, and additionally, not only is it not bad, it's taka good. If he says he's not going to eat onions because onions are bad for the heart, so the same thing with the onions, right? It should be enough just to say that they're not bad for the heart, right? But we say that they're taka good for the heart, these kufri onions. So we're saying, yeah, not only is it not bad for the heart, the taka oichit good for the heart. Says the Mishnah, that you can use as a Pesach, as an opening to a vow, his own honor or the honor of his children. They say to the fellow, If you would know that they're going to say, be saying about you, who? Who's going to be saying about him? Who? Tell me who. The Yentis in the bungalow on Shabbos, in the bungalow colony on Shabbos afternoon. This guy, that's his habit. Megarish is Noshav. That he, he uh, divorces his wife. Yeah, you omen. They're gonna say about the daughters. Oy, vavoy, pros grushesin. Oy, that the daughters of uh, somebody who's divorced. Mara saw imon shall elul is garish. Why did their mother get divorced? From ilo isi yodeh shekain. Lo isi no der arizim mutter. And he says, Wow, if I knew that it would be the talk of the town that the yentis in the bungalow calling on Shabbos afternoon would be saying, How come he got divorced? What's wrong with him? What about the family? And it would be a whole mess. So he says, I wouldn't, I, I, no, you don't mess with the Yentis in the Bungal colony on Shabbos afternoon. It's easier to just avoid that. And he says, I wouldn't have made the vow. He says, I'm not marrying so-and-so. She's terribly unattractive. Turns out she's actually very uh, beautiful. She's, she's very, very dark. Turns out she's very light. She's very short. Turns out that she's very long. So he's allowed to marry her. It's not because there's no love. It's not like she was unattractive and she became attractive. She was dark and she became light. She was short and became long. It was partially a mistake, right? He thought she was short. Turns out that she's tall. Now there's a story that a certain fellow who made a uh, vow that he wasn't going to get any benefit from his niece, 
they took the niece to Rabbi Shmuel's house, and they made her very beautiful. Omar lo Rabbi Shmuel, and Rabbi Shmuel then said to the fellow, "Bini mizona darto, you made a nether that you are not going to have any benefit and not marry this uh, beautiful niece of yours." Omar lo, and the fellow says. Um, Lav, uh, no, I did not make a nether from her. Wow, she's very, very beautiful. Vitira and um, Rabbi Shmuel said, "Okay, well, you can get married." He made a pesach, used it as a pesach to be matter the nether. Rabbi Shmuel, but also Vitira, Rabbi Shmuel said that she's permitted. At that point, Rabbi Shmuel uh, cried for Omer, and he says, "No, saying that the that the that the daughters of Israel are very beautiful, but the poverty makes them unattractive." And when Rabbi Shmuel passed away, the um, daughters of Israel were uh, wailing, and they said, uh, that um, that the that the daughters of Israel shall cry for um, Rabbi Shmuel. And it's similarly, it says by Shaul that the um, daughters of Israel shall cry for. Shaul says the Gemara, Maise, this story. I don't understand. The, the, the Maise, the anecdote, is disproving what the Mishnah had said. The Mishnah had said that, um, you know, when he says he thought that she was short, it turns out that she's tall. We're saying it's not that she was short and became tall, it was simply a mistake. But then we bring a Maise with Rabbi Shmuel that she was unattractive and he made, Yipua, he made her attractive. So on the one hand, we're saying that Nola doesn't work. On the other hand, we're bringing a, a, an anecdote with Rabbi Shmuel where it was Nola, he made her beautiful. So the Mishnah is missing a few words, and this is what it's really saying. Rabbi Shmuel Omer says, Rabbi Shmuel, Afilu Even he disagrees with the Tanakhama. He says, Punkt He says, even if she was unattractive and became attractive, Shchor Vnaisa Tzavona was dark and became light. Ketzar Vnaisa Sarucha, she was short and became tall. Maisa, uh, then even in that case, it would be a when it's nolad, it would be a proper pesach. Maisa, there was a, there was a maisa that a fellow made a neder that he wasn't going to get any benefit from his niece and certainly not marry her. And they brought it to Abishmal and he made her beautiful and then um, and then um, the, he, the, he used that as a pesach to the neder. Tana shein she was missing a tooth. And Abishmal made her a beautiful golden tooth. Mishalov from his own money. Kishachiv. Rabbi Shmuel, and when Rabbi Shmuel passed away, Pasach Ale Ahu Safdana, a eulogizer said, "Hachi the following: Bnos Yisrael, Rabbi Shmuel, Bachina, daughters of Israel, cry for Rabbi Shmuel, Hamabishchen v'chulei, who clothes you with golden teeth." How would the Amar the Divisu, a fellow said to his wife, "Konum shei at nenesli." Fellow says to his wife, "You're not going to get any benefit from me, Ad, until shetat imi tavshilech." Until you bring your food to Rabbi Shmuel and, and to, to Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon and have them taste your food. Okay. Rabbi Yehuda tasted the food. He made a certain logical, uh, logical thinking. That to make peace between a man and a wife. A husband and wife, Amma Torah, the Torah says, that my holy name, should be erased in the bitter waters of the Sota, and we don't even know. It's in order to tell, did you know did she have a relationship with somebody else or not? and me, certainly my my own you know honor or whatever, I can I can I can wave in order to uh, keep these people married. Rabbi Shimon Lotoin. 
Shem Shimon said, no way, no how. I ain't tasting the food. Let, let all the kids die as, uh, right, let all the kids die. I ain't going nowhere. Because he didn't want, you know, he just, he didn't want people to get, be getting into situations of nadarim where people are making nadarim and then and he says, I have nothing to do with this. These people made nadars. They have to deal with it. You want to make a point that nobody's making nadarim and he's not assisting people getting out of them. How do Amulet Visu, a fellow said to his wife, Konam Shi at Nenisli Atcha Taruki Babra Shimim Ben Gamliel. Fellow says to his wife, You're not getting any benefit from me until you spit on Rab Shimim Ben Gamliel. Oi va voi. Also, Zvirakak Alavushe, she went, she spat on his clothing. Amulet Ravachim, you dipped to Ravino, says Ravachim, you dipped to Ravino, Vah, Haile Ziluso Kamichavin. Ravachim, you dipped, says to Ravino, but she didn't spit on him, she spat on his clothing. To which Ravina says, yeah, I know, but spitting on Rav Shem clothing is pretty disgraceful. And um, and um, so I guess she did what she was set out to do. You won't get any benefit from me. <laughs> fellow says to his wife, you're not getting any benefit from me until you show something beautiful of yourself to Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi. Omar Loim. Now Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi wanted to, uh, to uh, allow her to get benefit from her husband. So he was like trying to figure out, okay, how could we consider it like she's showed something of herself that's beautiful to me? Shema Roshana, maybe your head's beautiful. From below they said to him, no, not beautiful, Skagel. It's too round. Shema Sirena, okay, well, maybe she's got beautiful hair. Nope, it's like f- f- stalks of flax. Shema knows. maybe she's got beautiful eyes. True to say, nope, they're like too round. Shema knows. maybe she's got beautiful ears. Foolish say, no, they're like doubled, I don't know, doubled in a bad way. Shema Chotmana, maybe she's got a beautiful nose. Balamu, no, it's like not beautiful. Shema Sivsosanos, maybe she's got beautiful lips. Avos say, no, they're too thick. Shema Tsaivarana, maybe she's got a beautiful neck. Shakutu, no, it's a very short neck. Shema Kresano, maybe she's got a beautiful stomach. Tsavahu, no, it's bloated. Shema Raglanos, maybe she's got nice legs. Rechavus Keshel Av, I'm sorry, nice feet. Rechavus Keshel Avaz, I know they're wide like the feet of geese. Shema Shmano, maybe she's got a beautiful name. Techluchis Shma. Her name is Dirty. That's her name, her name is Dirty. Amrlein, Yafikor, no, so Techluchis, well. That sounds like a, a valid name. She, she, she seems pretty ugly. She's dirty with mums. And they said, well, okay, I guess her, her name is something that, that, that seems proper. So that seems to be enough. She, I know her name and her name seems to be befitting. And therefore, the husband and wife can get benefit from one another. How about Babel? There was a fellow from Babylon. The Salik le Arad Yisrael made Aliyat Eretz Yisrael. Mazel tov. Nosvitsa and he married a woman in Eretz Yisrael. Amrla and he says to her, Bashilili tre talfe, cook for me two lentils. Bashilili tre talfe. So she cooked. She took. She took that literally, and she cooked for him two lentils. Rosach Allah, he got very upset. You know, he's like, no, did you really think I meant just literally two lentils? The Machor Amrla. So he said to her tomorrow, Bashilili griva. Uh, cook me a griva, a large measure. But she lay griva, so she cooked for him a large measure, like a really, really, really large measure of 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 of, of lentils. And he's when he was flabbergasted, he said, "Bring for me two melons." 
brought from two candles because like a melon is like right butina right is, is a melon but it's also light and he says go and break them on the on the bava on the doorpost but have yosef bava ben buta above it but guess who was there a fellow named bava bava ben buta because during dinner and he was uh, he was judging some kind of a judgment. And she went and broke the candles on his head. Oh my law! And Bava ben Buta said to her, Mahadein, what was that for? The avadit that you did. She said to him, That's what my husband told me to do. He told me to break these things on your head. What do you want me to do? He said, Ah, okay. In that case, you did what your husband wanted. The Abishter birthed from you two sons like Bove Ben Bute Hajun Oloch Rabbi Eliezer. We'll come back to Rabbi Eliezer. What a beautiful story. Friends, that was the Afsam Rav Mesechtan Derm. Hope you enjoyed. Peace out.